0: So we just punch in the numbers? That's right. Okay, you know this one, Jeff. We've sang it a thousand times together, in my mind. Huh? Huh? Oh, come on, Jeffrey. Make or break time. Unless you want to be back here next Saturday. There used to be a and tower alone on the sea. You became the lion good morning morning, greendale
1: Greendale. i'm ben and i'm mike and here are your morning announcements today we're talking about community season three episode seven studies in modern movement
0: and i just want to point out to everybody that i'm loosey goosey goosey lucy no loosey goosey
1: it's important to be uh loosey goosey when you are about to create 24 different timelines
0: and Ben says that because we're going into Outsourcing Mike's Bits The
1: thing, I've I've really done it to myself Because now I have to keep track of how many cards there are um, every The week joke just, is on you, my just friend Just to make this same joke um, Over and, and over and over uh-huh. again
0: Good thing it's, we never record out of order And then your account would go all sorts of different Oh god,
1: places. oh god um, mm, Mm-hmm <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, no, we we did it with a guest, and now... Uh, no, like, like, anybody would feel... Like, this is such good chemistry, I can't imagine anybody coming in here and being like, I want to be part of that, too. Uh, anyway, it's time for that good, good shuffle, because we, again, we are in outsourcing Mike's bits, because the music's behind me.
1: You have not created those timelines yet, so create those
0: timelines. Yeah! Let us pull the top card... From the deck. Now,
1: Ben. Oh, God. You have a a smile on your face, and I I hate (laughs) this already.
0: My remarkable, incredible friend. Okay. What Guinness World Record do you think you could break in the future?
1: (sighs) Well... Um... Uh, mm, okay. Uh, I am. I don't. I don't have an answer to this because the thing is, here's here's the thing.
0: Okay, the thing.
1: Guinness World Records are like they started out as like, boy, this guy could sure do this thing a lot of times, and it was like sure. maybe like a useful thing, and then the Guinness World Records became a thing, and then people are like cool um i need to invent the most ludicrous thing that no one else has thought of so that i can be the guy to do it the most or the fastest and then that way i'll have the record in it and then that way it's like oh um joe bart here i see has the record for uh saying the the uh united states in backwards alphabetical order the fastest he did it in seconds look at that go you joe bart and i'm like what is what's the point of that why do i care about joe bart who is he why i mean think about how
0: fast he could say that
1: i don't want to think about how fast he could say that well
0: why not
1: because i'm too busy doing this podcast uh, ostensibly about community and not about world records
0: so here's here's a few that I'm thinking of and they could just be exits of the the segment if you want them <laughs> to be it's up to you. Okay. Um uh <laughs> the most cards ever used from a poddex deck in a <laughs> actual podcast that people listen to.
1: Uh-huh. Or, uh-huh. That's equally as good as as the backwards states thing. Go ahead. mm mm-hmm. Mhm.
0: Or the most people that l- the most people leaving a uh, a uh, unfollowing a Twitter bot in one second,
1: nailed it. Um, I, uh, well, here here. I mean, okay, okay. You
0: did not want that off ramp. Excellent. My well, so my <laughs> my
1: other thing here's here's my thing. Right. So um, some is this, some. Now
0: I want to ask: Is this complaining about Poddex or complaining about Kiddis or what?
1: Uh, I mean, I can I can. I can do all of the above, um, pod decks suck. Uh, there's that. So some, some years back, um, a friend of mine and I got really into speed running super Metroid. And, uh, we were at the time using the, uh, the website twin galaxies to compare oh, our yeah. speed okay. running time um famously uh a notable organization if you've ever watched king of kong the yes. uh uh documentary about high scores in donkey kong which is actually like a pretty pretty decent documentary um and uh especially if you like watching uh old white dudes play donkey kong a lot
0: oh man um,
1: does it have that it does we were using that and when you compared our times to uh what was on Twin Galaxies, uh, we we looked like we were getting pretty close. Like we were like, okay, we're 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 probably uh, you know, probably not gonna get the world record in this, but like we're close enough that like we can try.
0: You and you gotta then make the run for it.
1: One day I watched uh a video about uh real like real good people doing super metroid speed running and i was like oh well i'm bad at this game i am straight up garbage trash human at this game no oh mm, i will never ever in a million years uh have a even close to a world record in this <laughs> um and uh, so that's kind of how I feel about Guinness World Records in general. Like, okay, you know, I I do I do actually really like watching speed running. Um, I've fallen down that YouTube rabbit hole kind sure. of a lot. Right now, these days, I'm really into uh, watching. Uh, he he goes by Cool Kid. Okay, he he does a lot of um uh Mega Man speed running. He's got the world record, and I think Mega Man one maybe Mega Man 2 i watch a lot of his stuff he's pretty good yeah i watch uh uh i watch a lot of speed running i will never be that good and don't want to spend the time to be that good sure and that is how i feel about literally any record in the guinness world records like i could maybe do some things i don't want to spend that time
0: i mean you know there are there are ones like the biggest pancake Eventually, a
1: pancake's gonna get so big that you need other people to help make that pancake. So I don't want to. Then it's then it's not really about making a big pancake. It's about being good at networking, and I'm not good at that.
0: Okay. Well, here's something you can do without uh, any other person: the farthest arrow shot using feet.
1: Yeah, I can't do that. I can't shoot an arrow with hands.
0: Okay. Uh now here's something you could train another a- another animal to do. Most tricks performed by a pig in 1 minute. You just have to beat 13.
1: Okay. That I don't I don't have easy access to a pig.
0: <laughs> sure, but do you have the an uh, access to a horse because you could be the shortest living horse male. Hold hold, hold on. I'm I'm reading 19 of the most bizarre (laughs) world records, and one of them is the shortest living horse, parentheses male, Yeah, but which is 22.36
1: inches. That's not really my record, though. That's the horse's (laughs) record.
0: It's true. You're telling me
1: that I, a human, could have the record for the shortest horse.
0: (laughs) I mean, if you reclassify as horse and then become really short small i guess
1: Uh uh-huh um i don't know if (laughs) i can legally become a horse in this or any other state in the united states um
0: that's fair uh we can only go so far with identities uh tallest hat you could have the tallest hat uh Guinness, if you're
1: listening uh i propose my record is the mo- longest time spent on this stupid question. Let's talk about studies <laughs> in modern movement. It starts out in Annie's apartment. She is moving out of her terrible, dangerous apartment in the bad part of town. Um, she is moving. She's going to be moving in with Troy and Abed.
0: I, I found one that I just want to tell you about okay. very fast and okay. then we can move on. Fastest time to eat a bowl of pasta: twenty six point six nine seconds. I did not include that okay. because of okay. the dot how, six nine, but the bowl of pasta.
1: How does one define a bowl of pasta? Is there a is there a you like an ISO standard? Once one unit of one bowl of pasta as a scientific unit
0: i'm sure you know the those guinness world records they have people that go and like do all the measurements i'm sure it's very specific
1: is it spaghetti because like you can just down that is it like rigatoni is there is there meat in it or is it just buttered pasta i call shenanigans on this
0: okay i am going to the legitimate guinness world records website the uh, here is the information that it gives The fastest time to eat a bowl of pasta is 26.69 seconds and was achieved by Michelle Lesko, USA, at Oregano's Pizza... (laughs) We did it! We finally did it! Uh, Oregano's uh, Pizza Bistro's, Scottsdale, Arizona, USA, on September 18th, 2017. Michelle made her record-breaking attempt as part of Oregano's pizza bistro's annual carbs for a cause charity food drive end of article on the guinness world records but apparently you can't apply now okay that didn't
1: answer any of my questions
0: it did not
1: i didn't ask but who I did am, it I, have- I didn't ask where they did it um i didn't ask when they did it what i asked was what is the scientific standard for bowl of pasta y-
0: you're right i i don't know it doesn't it doesn't explain.
1: They are moving Annie out of the apartment because we're done talking about Guinness World Records.
0: I am going to Google Michelle Lesko for my own thing for a later disc Ooh, Major League Eating.
1: Uh, oh, she also
0: became the new Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Champion.
1: Welcome uh, welcome know. to Good Morning Greendale 2.0. I, your solo host Ben, uh, are here to talk about... <laughs> Uh, There's also
0: weird noises in the background Talking about the Guinness World Records for some reason
1: uh, I am contractually obligated to keep Mike on the call I am not contractually obligated (laughs) to listen to him So, welcome to Good Morning Greendale 2.0 Oh god, that's never been more
0: true, holy cow Yes, we are moving Annie out of her poop hole apartment
1: Annie is moving in with Troy and Abed And she's looking forward to it but Britta is like, well, it's not going to be long until you hate their guts, and she's like, no, I could, I could never hate them. And mm-hmm. Britta's like, oh, that's right. You're in your twenties. When you become roommates with friends, the things you love about them make you want to smother them with a
0: pillow. Uh, Annie finds that unacceptable, and Britta's like, I'm lying. It's good enough um, for Annie. Now I didn't, I didn't catch this because I was focused on the world records. Did you mention that Jeff has called in sick? Uh, Jeff
1: called in sick. Uh, He's under the weather. Troy and Abed show up and they are wearing hashtag Annie's move T-shirts. And they are live tweeting the move, Mm -hmm. which the fun thing about this uh, is that when community was on the air, each character had their own Twitter account. Mm -hmm. And so it was set up so that they live tweeted the move along with the airing of the episode. So if you followed those accounts, you could in real time get the tweets about hashtag Annie's move. Um, Pretty great little stunt. uh, If I Mm -hmm. had known about it at the time, which I did
0: not. Yes, correct.
1: I mean, I also had just started watching the show, you know, uh, about this time. yeah. So I was probably still in season one at the time. So, you know, you can't win them all. You
0: you weren't going to uh, lo- see the live tweets about Annie's move on your tweet deck back in
1: 2011. I, uh, ba- I barely knew what a hashtag was, probably. Um, um
0: Annie's like like, I'm going to get sick of this. I was
1: already sick of it. Like, maybe I'm just <laughs> at a point in my life where I'm like... I don't want a roommate with shenanigans because you I'm, like I'm too old for me, shenanigans. Then. I am you too absolutely old.
0: would not. You are you might be, but you would not like living with me because there's nothing but shenanigans, my friend. You should ask my wife. There's just shenanigans all over the place.
1: Jeff is at the mall because Britta calls him to to be like, no, no, no. There's no way there, Jeff didn't happen to get sick on this day. Right. Uh, and he's definitely at the mall in a changing room trying on some shirts and he has a a whole ploy where he has the the saleswoman uh who's you know getting various articles of clothing for him uh pretend to be uh the intake uh at the hospital mm-hmm. and um he he's u- literally using like a uh barcode scanner to just he He keeps hitting it so it beeps uh in a sort of rhythmic heart monitor sort of fashion it's a It's a pretty good ploy
0: it is a pretty good ploy. he also is like yeah this is this isn't you know a heart rate monitor it's just me a machine that tells me that I'm out of khakis or whatever mm-hmm. so he's like adding sarcasm to what the reality is, which is very funny to me
1: he's uh he's a very deceitful very deceitful friend um, um
0: i'm i'm horrified at how much work jeff put into this but i'm also horrified at how impressed i am at the amount of work he put into this
1: also i do feel like the sales girl uh is kind of into him um
0: i like how he she definitely is she's hitting on him
1: because she's like so what's next and he's like oh, i'm thinking about maybe trying on some like boot cuts." Um, but after that, and then like, she's, she's like, she's, she's giving him the eyes. Like she Mm -hmm. wants to jump that and like, very handsome man. He's very handsome man. Um, I am surprised that Jeff is just like not going for it because like the entirety of season one is him trying to get with Britta. Like,
0: yes, but I think it, what, what this tells you about Jeff is that when given the choice between buying new clothing and women he will choose buying new clothing interesting choice um it's not it's not what how i
1: would have had him pegged um i would have assumed
0: he has a lot of uh, he has a lot of nice clothing though yeah but you can you can buy
1: well okay i guess there is a sale today we do find that out later so it's true i'm going to say it goes buying good clothes on sale mm-hmm. women
0: okay buying
1: clothes like At in that price. in that order right a, a sucker pays retail price <laughs> if, <laughs>
0: of if course.
1: i if i walk into a kohl's and they're like retail price i'm going to be like no way jose and then um you know uh the if the saleswoman is like sup i'm going to be like sup <laughs>
0: <laughs> this story i i loved like just kind of watching you decide to flounder <laughs> this one was just so satisfying for me on that one look
1: even if i were a single dude i have a long history of not knowing when i'm being flirted with so but yes. that's my problem
0: i don't know no, what jeff's I, problem I understand is you're like you're like there's no sale i'll just stand here <laughs> and then a the woman's like sup
1: I'm attracted to a man who doesn't pay retail price. (laughs) And then I'd be like, well, then I don't know what you're doing here because there's no sale here today. Good luck on your endeavors. I
0: mean, they're probably getting paid to be there because they're they're a saleswoman. (laughs) I mean, that's just... I'm just using the information I've seen from this story.
1: Uh, It's not a very well-put-together story, and I'm the author. I can admit that.
0: (laughs) Uh, so at, at Annie has run out of packing tape. <laughs> yes, they I just love going directly back into it, just no on ramp, no nothing. Just, um, Abed has used a ton of the packing tape to tape Troy up on the back of the bathroom door.
1: Annie immediately starts to worry because she's like, uh, I uh, this might actually like be bad. Um, they're man children. Uh, and uh, she
0: can't afford to live anywhere else. And then, I, as somebody that has anxiety, ah, she spirals with anxiety. And I'm like, oh, this is real.
1: From what I can tell, I mean, she's literally moving out. I mean, you generally have to like give notice. There's no. She sure. does try to come back to the apartment later in the episode, but like, I don't really think there's any coming back from that. Like, you gave you gave notice,
0: right? Yeah, I think I think she was just like going back to, you know, grab the final things and then double check that everything's good cuz the landlord is Anyway, that we're no, because we're getting ahead she of
1: ourselves. she specifically tells Pierce uh that uh he can repay her uh, for the for the damage by helping her move her stuff back in. She very specifically I, says that.
0: She specifically says back in because I, I I I just thought I'm, it was. I'm pretty get sure. Get my stuff back from Troy and Abed.
1: You can pay me back by helping me get all my stuff from Troy and Abeds.
0: I don't know where else she would go. Um, that's a good. I mean, you know, she's very adamant that she's not going to move back home. Britta tells a story about a time. Ty- okay, so there's a lot happening in this Britta story, but. Britta tells a story about her time in Amsterdam when a guy ate too many shrooms and fell out of a window, but don't worry. He's fine. But the moral of the story is to be loosey goosey because apparently that's the best way not to die when falling out of a window on shrooms.
1: Mm-hmm. It's good life advice. Um, so yeah, Brita Britta's kind of coaching Annie through this um, because yeah, like I said, there's not, there's not really any coming back from this. Um, but uh she's like, okay, no, I'll just I'll do it, I'll be loosey goosey. And they walk back in to uh Troy just taking a tennis racket and smashing it into Abed's head, uh which is, which is many, yeah, many, a many lot bubble wrapped. Many, many, many layers of bubble wrap. Um I saw on Twitter somebody was talking about how uh this actually did injure Danny Pooty a little bit because it is a <laughs> Yeah, he's he's very um, he's very protected by that bubble wrap, but it is still a solid whack. Right,
0: and I mean, like that's you know, just because you got that, you're still got the movement of the head and mm-hmm. the neck and things. Totally get it, uh, but it is funny looking.
1: Uh huh. Um, it is a
0: funny a funny image, uh, and he's like Lucy Goosey. That's that looks fun. And then Troy tosses her uh, another tape gun, but she doesn't catch it. She's, she, she kind of like leans away from it, and it ends up breaking one of her power outlet wall plates. Uh, she calls like, it That's the pluggy this... thingy. They do call it, the... they did not call it by its proper name, but yes, they called it the pluggy thingy. And she's like, That's what the security deposit is for. And Pierce is like, I won't stand idly by and let some slumlord take your money. I'll fix it. I used to do things like that all the time when I was a slumlord.
1: I will say, as someone who is a uh, new homeowner, um, mm. I did I I appreciate the the phrase uh, "pluggy thingy" a whole lot more <laughs> because of the number of times where I'm like, "Oh, I'm on my own now, and I have to uh, fix a thing on my own. I need something um, cool." So before I even go to the Home Depot, I need to figure out what the name of the thing that i need is oh look there's 17 different types of those things i don't know which one i need that's been fun uh so you know i can really appreciate being like uh yeah it's uh it's a pluggy thingy
0: that makes sense homeowner to homeowner just wanted to yes you know one of my top hot tips my hot homeowner hot tips okay um, and i know recognize that this is where we are speaking in the space where we uh we we are we are uh privileged in the space that we're in we're the two that millennials
1: being, who own homes continue
0: we we are we are them um, one, one thing that I have liked to do uh, when I need to go to Home Depot uh, is to bring bring what I need to replace if it's a replacement if it's a new thing then I totally get it mm-hmm. but if it's a replacement I'm like I just bring the replacement and then like visually match but I'm sure you knew that already but still for anybody for any homeowner or you know frankly renter you might have to replace a pluggy thingy Uh, take it into Home Depot double check and hey it's the same thing you get it I got good
1: that's a good. That's a good hot tip for millennials. For millennial homeowners, all two of them. Oh wait, that's us.
0: Oh no, but there there are some. Uh, you know, uh, some millennial uh, uh, people uh, need that, and some Gen Z need that as well. And who knows? Maybe some Gen X needs that too. Who knows? I'm I'm glad to give you a homeowner hot tip. I assume Gen X already
1: knows what's up. They've been at this. That's fair f- for a while. It's fine. Um, I mean, some,
0: some Gen X's probably have rented for a long time and now are just, you know, you never know who, who's wi- buying their her first house when. Shirley is
1: concerned about this cohabitation situation because she's watched enough friends to know that cohabitation leads to sex, drugs, and something called Schwimmer fatigue syndrome.
0: I have a lot of questions about friends. Um, how much drugs was there in friends? Um, that's a good
1: question. Uh, Like sex
0: and swimmer fatigue. I get a hundred percent. I, that I'm pretty sure that's the point of the show. Drugs though. I don't remember there being, I don't, I've never watched friends. So maybe I just missed the drug episodes along with the other episodes, but sex and swimmer fatigue makes sense to me. I looked up how
1: much drugs was in friends. Um, and I found uh, an article called my friend is using drugs. What can I do? So not not, not helpful. Right. Drugs are your teens' friends a bad influence. So I'm going to guess not really a lot of drugs. Um, okay, I'm going to look for. Well,
0: I don't know how that much I went to, drugs I searched for, okay. was
1: in the television show <laughs> Friends because much like Community, Friends has terrible SEO.
0: Yeah, I did search Friends TV show drugs, which led me to Steve drug addict. Steve uh uh parentheses drug addict played by John Lovitz apparently um who is a drug addict apparently
1: uh quora.com what was chandler's drug effect on the friends episode um what
0: like he's got an uh, an area effect like an rpg character
1: <laughs> yes he he used drugs and then got uh plus plus 2 bonus uh to Dang. everyone in uh 15 foot radius Dang, it's pretty cool. Um, five minute cooldown. Um, so you know you don't you can't spam it a whole lot. Um, sure.
0: I I just want to tell you the the top the 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 just the the summary of Steve. Steve is character on friends who first appeared on in the one with the stoned guy as a restaurant owner that shows up high on cannabis to a gourmet mill. Monica cooked for him. He is portrayed by John Lovitz. Maybe that's
1: one of the four episodes that Shirley has seen. And uh-huh. she just assumes that 25% of all friends episodes involve a lot of drugs.
0: Now he, there is a, he does not appear for 193 episodes. Um, but when he does reappear in season nine, he reveals that he lost his restaurant to drugs and now sells silk screen T-shirts and shares a studio apartment with two other guys and believes himself to be infertile. Uh, so back—that's a lot of friends
1: back in television that I care about. Jeff is at the mall. <laughs> the dean is there. Uh, totally coincidentally, wink and um the the dean. Uh is like, hey, no but it's, hey, it's Saturday. It's Saturday. Call me Craig off campus. I'm just a Craigular Joe.
0: I love the Dean. <laughs> I love Craig so much. He's, Jim Rash is a treasure.
1: He's he's too good for this world, this garbage world mm-hmm. that we all inhabit. Mm-hmm.
0: He's too pure to
1: really he's, exist. He's too pure. He has been sent down from the heavens um for us i guess uh we need to atone for our sins this is how religion works right yeah th-
0: i i think we've just uh created uh de- dean de- wait no there's no joke there we, we gotta come up with a deanism
1: a, a good pun for uh religion a dean based I- <laughs> religion um i got nothing though
0: I also have nothing, which is surprising to me.
1: This is why I'm not worthy. I am not worthy to be in the presence of Dean Craig Pelton.
0: I mean, there is Craigianity.
1: Hmm. It's eh, It's fine.
0: Deanism is pretty good because it is a play on de- Deism. Deism. Okay.
1: I'll take. I'll it take is. it. I feel like it's a little on the nose, but you know what? I'll take it.
0: Peltonism is a is a play on paganism.
1: Okay. Okay. We've got some stuff to work with. Uh, let us know what your preferred uh, Dean religion name is. Uh, hash, uh, tweet at Good Greendale. <laughs>
0: um, you were about to suggest the hashtag. D-
1: d- hashtag, hashtag Dean hashtag religion.
0: religion. Hashtag <laughs> We had the same one. Yes.
1: Um, Tweeting it. So, <laughs> Uh yeah. So uh, the Dean is like, oh, I'm surprised you... Uh, weren't helping annie move and he reveals that he he knows what's up because uh he follows troy and abed on twitter
0: i don't disagree it seems like a good follow
1: it seems like a pretty good follow um especially if they follow back you know that'd be pretty cool it's true
0: uh he does know that jeff is supposed to be sick at the hospital um and craig's like well maybe i'll head down there and help myself and jeff's like i'd rather you didn't and then Craig kind of blackmails Jeff into a lunch.
1: Uh-huh. Uh it, it's it's very good. Um meanwhile,
0: <laughs> Blackmail. It's pretty good, says Ben of Back to uh-huh. Good Morning Greendale.
1: Uh-huh. Um I don't endorse blackmail. Um
0: but when it results in a nice meal between friends, it's a great idea
1: uh-huh um i i don't endorse blackmail but only because the blackmail council has not um offered to pay me for that endorsement
0: i'm not aware of such a council but i now uh am concerned
1: in britta's car uh shirley has hopped a ride with britta um because her alternative was to uh ride over to the uh uh troy and abed apartment with Pierce. Um so good move.
0: And she came with Pierce and they had an argument about why he was parking in a handicap spot. So.
1: So uh they are in an argument because Shirley is saying that Britta is immoral, um and Britta is defending the fact that she is is still a moral person uh despite being an atheist. Mm -hmm. um and to prove her point uh she notices she notices a hitchhiker on the side of the road and is like i'm gonna pick him up because i'm a nice person and Shirley's like no 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 don't do that he looks he looks kind of stinky don't do and she's like no i'm gonna pick it up because i'm gonna pick him up because i'm i'm a nice person don't judge him and she
0: sure picks him up um uh, he is going to a place that is 40 minutes away called Riverside Falls. I looked it up. It does not seem to exist in Colorado. Uh, do you have any th- Colorado thoughts here, Ben? No, not really. Excellent. We w- uh, uh, Join us next time when we talk about Colorado, maybe. Uh, Britta says, maybe I I'm mean, just a just, really good just, person.
1: It's just, you know, making up place. I mean, Greendale, Colorado doesn't exist either. I'm not like, going to point that out maybe every you're episode. Like, now
0: they named it similarly to this place in Boulder. You know, they they of-
1: name drop Boulder one time in like the second episode. And then they forget that they're in Colorado until like later this season when there's a, a scene with a Colorado flag in it. And I will make sure to point that out. <laughs> but until oh, then.
0: I am on pins and needles, my friend.
1: Until then, they 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 pretty much forget. That they have said that they are in Colorado. Um, okay, excellent. So th- I don't, uh, I don't think they're pulling up Google Maps and being like, "Oh yeah, um, uh, he he needs a ride down to Aurora." Like, nope. That they're, they're just like, "I'm gonna make up a place name.
0: That's fine." It. You see, here's the thing. You've said it in Colorado for some reason. Just go <laughs> with it. Like, if I set a thing in like I don't know hawaii i'm not gonna be like well gotta go down to the place that isn't existing i would say like it's time to go down to the lahaina like come on Mm -hmm.
1: the the setting is not uh exactly a main player in this show um i know they threw threw a dart at a map of the united states and they're like that sounds great um
0: that's fine yeah but but all i'm all i'm saying all i'm saying is that just the, like i mean in 2011 we had google maps we did mm-hmm. you could just google a place name that's near denver and then you go but see and say that's the place now
1: the the problem the problem with that is that then you've got pedants like me because like i'm willing to be like okay greendale's already made up so like we're not we're not sticking to realism but if they're like oh. <laughs> I mean,
0: if this is the thing that's like yes this show is sticking to realism
1: if 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 they're like, oh, okay, well, I need to be a, a pedant because um, I looked it up on Google Maps, and so um, let's say this hitchhiker he's trying to hitchhike from like Loveland down to Pueblo, and then Britta's like, oh, that's like a forty-minute drive, and then you're like, no, no, that's that's like that's hours, that's hours, dude. What what do you like? Just making up the name of a place, that's fine. Like, I I okay. don't I don't give that a second thought.
0: I'm I'm kind of surprised that this is your 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 uh perspective on this. Look, this I comes would assume tr- I would have, I would have assumed that any type of pro Colorado uh media representation, you'd want to be accurate at, to the place that you grew up in.
1: No, so here's here's the thing, okay? Because if if you are making up the name of a place like I might be like okay there's a palm tree in the background of that shot.
0: Yes, there's a lot of big there's, details that they just do not care about.
1: <sighs> there's no there's no palm trees in Colorado, but like I'm I'm willing to to mostly let that go, right? Um but then then you've got a show like uh Z Nation which was, right. uh, <laughs> You've t- I've, I,
0: I know where this is going, but go ahead.
1: So uh, I, started, I, I started watching Z Nation. Uh, it's a zombie show. The Z stands for zombie. Uh, there's a zombie <laughs> apocalypse. Weird. Remember a time when you could watch a, a TV show about a zombie apocalypse and didn't uh, just like relate it to current events and just be like, I can't watch this. Anyways. Well, I'm uh, sure
0: people are still watching The Walking Dead.
1: Somebody recommended that I watch Z Nation, and I was like, "Okay, I got into it i was It was pretty fun in the in like two or three episodes in they're like uh we we're heading to this lab in in Fort Collins, Colorado, which is my hometown that's where i that's where I come from there it is and so I was like, Oh, oh, Pfft, most people don't even like." If you know if you know uh Colorado State University, you you probably know mm-hmm. probably know where that is. Um otherwise the you Rams, probably right? yeah, otherwise you yeah. probably never heard of my hometown until until this moment. And so I was like, "Oh, that's cool. Like they actually they're going to my hometown." That'll be wild to see how they do that. And then the whole season and spoilers for Z Nation, I guess. Um but <laughs> They, they are, they're going to, to Fort Collins because there's like some lab that they think maybe has a connection to this Z virus. And so they get there and the establishing shot is literally one military, one small military encampment surrounded by pine trees. Sure. (laughs) Unknown thing. Like the, it. It it is this rolling hills covered in pine trees and one tiny little military encampment. Now, if they said that they're going to uh, to, what 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 did the hitchhiker say he needed to go to Um,
0: Riverside Falls,
1: Riverside Falls. If they're like, we're going to Riverside Falls, Colorado, and then they showed up and that's what it looked like. I'd be like, yeah, okay, that's fine um a weird thing to name a small military encampment and uh, underground bio research lab but fine well you got to keep it you
0: have to keep it named nicely for the normies
1: that uh-huh. don't know about it but like i'm i'm willing to accept that uh but instead <laughs> what they did is they converted a town of uh like 170,000 people into a small military encampment surrounded by... There's, there's not even that many trees around. It's mostly plains. <laughs> People don't know that about Colorado, at least that side of Colorado.
0: People like, don't know it about Colorado. So is uh,
1: made up Rainbow Falls or whatever made up? Yes, it's made up, but I'm fine with it. But then they don't have to stick to any sort of uh any sort of uh uh accuracy with that because nobody knows what colorado is
0: not even Colorado. this is not
1: the first instance of this i have friends who were talking about some uh some book that was supposed to take place and there's, there's another zombie thing people love zombies in colorado and it's supposed to take place in in longmont colorado okay and these, these friends lived in longmont and uh, similar to my hometown, and is on the plains, uh, and this book took place in this forested mountain wildlands. And they're like, that's not Longmont. Like,
0: that sounds like where I grew up in Virginia.
1: So, yeah, all that to say, I'm fine with them making up place names because then they can make it however they want, and I don't have to care about it. Anyways, the uh, Hitchhiker was, is played by y- Brendan you know, Hunt. You
0: have some d- some details on that. I appreciate that.
1: The Hitchhiker is played by Brendan Hunt, who also plays uh, Coach Beard in Ted Lasso, uh, which oh. is my latest obsession, when I'm not and busy next- yelling at Mike about uh, Colorado and what it is or is not.
0: <laughs> to be fair, uh, he does watch uh, Ted Lasso, but then does yell at me uh, off, off uh, podcast about what Colorado <laughs> is and is not. Um and also Ted Lasso is probably going to be our next podcast when we're done with this. Uh,
1: anyways, Brendan Hunt is great. Um, he's great in this. <laughs> he's great in Ted Lasso. He is, is very quickly starts talking about um, like oh, I assume you've both accepted Jesus Christ and your as your Lord and Savior, and Shirley's Shirley, very happy. Yeah, she Brenna goes
0: is much less.
1: She goes from don't pick up this hitchhiker to that's nice (laughs) like they're just they're using this hitchhiker as a tool to bludgeon the other person with re morality
0: this hitchhiker though decides to become his own tool to bludgeon them in a different way but we'll get to that put a pin in that bludgeoning stick later on at
1: troy and abed's uh annie's room uh turns you're out-
0: skipping pierce's entire story <laughs> pierce has his like uh work on the wall plate situation here
1: yeah okay i mean i literally <laughs> didn't take notes on it he screws up he he causes a short and damages the wall some more and he's like oh i'll uh needed to repaint anyways
0: Right, he, he 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 does screw up, but he it does shock him because he flings his screwdriver into the opposite wall. Then the electric shark breaks up the to the sconce, and it's all burnt and broken. It's like, well, it needed some paint. Um, and boy, the paint is going to be very important. Chekhov's paint, just the, wait the, for it. The paint comes
1: into play, but otherwise, this scene is pointless, which is why I literally don't have notes on it.
0: It's also. kind of enjoyable because it finally casts uh chevy chase at what he's best at physical comedy
1: then at troy and abed's um annie they get the tour uh they give the tour to annie um and this is when annie finds out that she doesn't really have a room she has a blanket fort it is just a little section of the apartment kind of cordoned off Mm -hmm. with a bunch of blankets and um they're like yeah it's it's totally cool you can uh you can live in a blanket fort all day every night um it's totally
0: fine she's less than enthused i don't blame her for that but this part of the apartment as per abed is where dreams come true it's
1: also um, where they watch tv so um yes that's true they're going to they're going to be in her blanket fort room all the time watching tv mm-hmm. um they're already the the, like worst roommates ever like just off the bat
0: uh annie starts looking around to try to kind of like reduce her anxiety and just like like anchor with something she's like she sees the door It's like well is that a bedroom it's not is it a linen closet yeah well i don't know what a linen closet is
1: i'm a little terrified that they don't know what a linen closet is but um anyways at lunch at the (laughs) uh,
0: senior kevin's
1: uh uh-huh which becomes a recurring thing in this show
0: i love senior kevin's (laughs) it's uh, it's my my favorite environment it's my favorite off-campus environment i think craig
1: is now wearing the same outfit as jeff and well of course They, he is trying to get Jeff to, to have this like reluctant conversation with him. Um, and, uh, Jeff, I will
0: say that when Jeff unenthusiastically orders Craig a top nachos and a watermelon margarita, my taste buds were like, yes, I would like that. Uh, (laughs) Jeff (laughs) is, I'm hungry and I want a margarita. It's been a hard couple of weeks.
1: Jeff is like uh he's he's like uh he's saying, you know that this is blackmail, and this is when Craig is like,
0: Call me Craig and call Blackmail a day at the mall with Craig, <laughs> because that's all I require, Jeffrey. You and I are going to have some fun and create a few memories, and I suggest you get into it which uh <laughs> it's a great line. Jeff
1: does order. For Craig at Craig's insistence.
0: Yes, it's um, very funny. It's so because he's like the gentleman will have, and then and then Craig's like, oh. Uh-huh. It's, and it's very funny to me.
1: And then the mariachi band uh comes over sure. and they like song for the senor, and uh Jeff is just like adios amores. Like
0: <laughs>
1: he's he's just given up at this point. He knows yes. He knows he Especially, can't get out of a uh, day at the mall with Craig. He's in it. Right.
0: Especially because Craig suggests that Jeff gets into it because it counts back at the old department. Pierce is now trying to get the bucket of paint open and then tips it all over the floor. And so there are a couple of paint stirs propping up the window. So he grabs one. Um, The other one is flexing quite a lot and he starts to try to put the paint back in the bucket and then just starts calmly painting the floor uh, and the <laughs> paint stirrer breaks um, causing the window to slam shot. And then that's when we see that the paint has hazardous fumes. And Pierce says, this is quite calming for some reason.
1: I do like the idea that you're like, I'm going to paint the wall. And then you spill the paint and you're like, eh, I guess it's the floor now. I guess well, I'm painting the floor.
0: Sure. But he's starting to kind of, yeah, the hazardous fumes are getting into Pierce's brain that quickly because Pierce, I mean, a bastion of health.
1: Well, yes, but I mean he, he the window is still open when he starts painting the floor and I'm not I'm not going to say that like, you know, it's fine to just put your nose in paint and huff it when the window's open. But I've also painted rooms before. You don't immediately get loopy because you've poured out some paint. Like I well, I get I you don't know how the, hazardous
0: these fumes are, friend.
1: I get that the story requires that he gets <laughs> loopy on paint fumes, but he goes from coherent... zero
0: to sixty to <laughs> in four I'm seconds.
1: I'm going to literally paint the floor in uh you know ten seconds like it. it so you know he just I. I know that the story is saying that the hazardous fumes start making him loopy. So he paints the floor. I choose to read it as he just decides to give up. And now he's painting the floor.
0: Sure. Either way is kind of funny and it's a very funny image. So I'm, this is not where I'm going to have umbrage with an episode. I don't think,
1: uh, back in Britta's car, the, the hitchhiker, uh, is, uh, Still talking about Jesus and love and and um all of that. And then he he does uh he does point out that he is in fact Jesus, the one true son of God.
0: Uh this terrifies Shirley, and Britta's is like, I'm gonna make a point of this situation, asking Jesus, uh quote quote air quotes on Jesus if he likes marijuana. Uh and Jesus says it was given to us by God, it should be legal. And that's when Britta's like, That's nice.
1: Because so- so yeah. the tool
0: has been bludgeoning the other side. Now uh, we go back to uh, the, the new apartment and Annie is trying to hang up her intercollegiate uh, debate league championship certificate in her new blanket fort room, which is a sentence to write and say, uh, and it just causes a big old tear in a blanket fort. And then that just kind of makes her really sad.
1: And yeah, she's very clearly losing it. But at this point, uh, Troy and Abed put on a sort of shadow puppet show, like they have a light kind of shining uh, uh, uh from behind on the blanket, and right. so they can They're kind of- They're doing a shadow play, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, cool, there's a word for that, and it's called shadow play, and I'm learning that right now for some reason.
0: <laughs> the second show in a row that Ben learned something.
1: Uh-huh. I'm just, I'm learning all kinds of things. Um, because What did I learn about- last time? <laughs> I Urbana
0: don't... Champagne. Oh, right. Oh, oh
1: snap. <laughs> okay. I did learn that last time. Um,
0: Urbana champagne, Shadow Plays. Uh-huh. What's next for a good old Ben?
1: <laughs> I can't wait to find out what I learned next time. Um <laughs> insert the, the, the more you know graphic right here. Um it's very good. I'd use the sound, but I don't want to be sued by NBC. Um <laughs> there we go close enough uh and so yeah it's a it's a play about uh rescuing uh the princess annie from a dangerous place and i didn't write down neighborhood
0: forest by woodsman troy and be bad a unicorn which is unavailable emotionally
1: yeah i didn't write down most of it other than be bad the uh emotionally unavailable unicorn because that's that sounds like a television show that i would watch
0: it does sound it sounds like a character on bojack
1: (laughs) Uh huh. It does, or like, or like, Adult Swim was like, "Oh, we gotta, we gotta compete with Bojack Horseman." It's time for Be Bad, the emotionally unavailable unicorn.
0: That also sounds like what something that Adult Swim might just do. Um, but Annie sits down and starts starts kind of getting into the story, um, and then the best best uh, scene in the entire sh- uh, episode happens because we go to a green screen karaoke booth with Craig and Jeff. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so and we go to
0: what is now my favorite song, Kiss from a Rose by Seal.
1: This uh is so when I, I sat down to watch the episode um and Sarah was like, Oh yeah, you said this is one of your favorite episodes. It's like, well Not really. I mean like There's a real good scene. It's in a it. it's a great episode. It is a it is an actually very great episode, but you are comparing every other community episode against this. I don't know that it makes my top five. However, it does have absolutely one of my favorite moments in the entirety of community. And that is this scene because
0: we did it. We're here.
1: They step into the karaoke booth. Craig puts in his song choice and then uh Jeff doesn't want to do it. And he's like, well, you better unless you want to be back here next Saturday. And then they <laughs> sing kiss from a rose by seal along with a montage of the other three storylines all happening where the shadow play is going on and then uh, there's some
0: beatboxing that goes into it. Pierce does snow angels in the paint on the floor of the old apartment where he thinks he's uh, playing a piano with hula dancers surrounding him.
1: And uh of course uh the hitchhiker is singing about how Jesus loves marijuana and drinking human blood.
0: Jesus loves marijuana. Amen. Amen. Jesus.
1: It's a great little montage um <laughs> really just accentuated by the shots of Dean Pelton and Jeff Singing "Kiss from a Rose" and especially and once I- Jeff starts it. getting into it, because at first he's like, "I cannot be bothered," and he's like, eh, "Used to be a grain." Like he's he's really like phoning it in, yeah. And then by the end, by they're the just end, both like going for it, jamming on it, and this is great because you and I have definitely done this at karaoke. Yes, we have. because uh, we went to uh, our whole friends group went to. Uh, one of the like private karaoke places in town. So you get like your own little room and, and you're there for, you know, a couple of hours and whatever. And we went there for my birthday, uh, one year. And I was like, the only thing I want from everyone is a, I want to do a duet with everyone. And so you and, and I did this <laughs> as a duet and it was,
0: <laughs> it was amazing.
1: Absolutely. Great. Um, and uh, I've I've since done it at karaoke solo, and it was not as fun. But
0: it doesn't. I don't think it works solo. I think you have to do it as a duet. It's
1: really it's really killer as a duet. Um, you know, just you get up there and you sing and you get real into it, and it's so and you, good. Like
0: look up, you look at the the person singing with you, uh-huh. and you just go for it. Um, There's a whole and performance
1: is- to doing this as a duet you gotta you gotta do the thing where you look at each other right in the eyes and you got to do the thing where like you're back to back and you're like you know you gotta do it really just belting it it's a whole performance and you and i I, we've done that we've done that performance
0: we've done it maybe we should do it again someday uh however uh craig and jeff do get into it craig wipes a tear from his eye and jeff's like well that might have been a little fun And then Craig's like, and you emailed your therapist that you wanted to be alone this weekend.
1: Yeah. So uh, that's when we find out um, that uh, uh, Jeff emails his therapist from his Greendale email account. And this is also where he got the email about the sale at the mall today uh and that's when he realizes that uh dean pelton has been reading his school email which he points out he's allowed to do because of the patriot patriot act technically because you know the nation's at war jeffrey
0: Mm Hmm. um kind of in between that the revelation and then the confrontation uh we go to Britta's car for a brief moment where the hitchhiker starts to want to sing a song about race mixing called quote "Don't you do it," and Britta slams the brakes on the car and they both yell for him to get out, and then they kind of like share a moment uh Shirley and Britta do of boy i'm glad i i I'm gonna read something into it, and it's like, "Boy, I'm glad we're not dead."
1: There's nothing like a close encounter with a hitchhiker who will probably murder you to really bring you together with your friends.
0: He even says, Jesus loves drinking human blood. So I I think uh, dodged a bullet is uh, is apropos here.
1: I will say, uh, in defense of uh, the hitchhiker Jesus played by Brennan Hunt.
0: Okay. I was worried (laughs) you were going to say in defense of drinking human blood. He
1: did bring two diametrically opposed people together in friendship so he's pretty great actually
0: really when you think about
1: it that's that's a that's a plus one in the
0: jesus column he did it (laughs) sorry plus one in the jesus column is a very funny thing to have
1: said well that's gonna that's gonna have to be the subtitle for this episode i think um (laughs)
0: yeah i would agree with that um so yes uh uh they have a little uh so we go when we go back to craig and jeff in the booth they have a little funny gag after craig hides behind the patriot act where jeff chases the dean around the tiny little room but somehow they'd actually accidentally started sailing by christopher cross so it's like sailing while while jeff is trying to beat the crap out of the dean it's very funny
1: back at uh uh, apartment 303. Annie uh Annie really enjoyed the the shadow play. Um and uh she's like, "Okay, you know what? Living here is going to be fun all the time. Uh you know, we can we can make this bigger. I'm going to go get more blankets to expand out this blanket fort." Mm-hmm. So she goes to what she thinks is the linen closet and it turns out it is an extra bedroom that they have painted solid green and put mm-hmm. just gr- a grid of yellow tape all over mm-hmm. the room. Uh, and It, it is- looks
0: a lot like the Star Trek holodeck, for those that know that.
1: I'm lucky that we know that, uh, since we famously don't know Star Trek.
0: We famously don't know Star Trek. But this, I did pu- uh, pic- put a picture of, uh, somebody put a picture of them behind them on Zoom at work, and I'm like, oh, is that the Dreamatorium? And they're like, no. <laughs>
1: You got owned. You got owned I on did. Zoom,
0: and then I I decided to dunk on myself in the podcast I do. Uh,
1: so I mean, I probably would have done the same thing. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, it, it's it's the Dreamatorium, which is uh, their their basically uh, playroom that works in their minds, and this is when Annie freaks out. Understandably, mm-hmm. I'm with Annie on this one. Sure. She freaks because this out. is
0: a an actual bedroom that they've turned into the dreamatorium. Right. Uh, they are and-
1: hoarding this second bedroom.
0: Right. They they even said this is a two bedroom apartment that includes the the blanket for.
1: Right. So in their minds, this is not a bedroom. This is the dreamatorium. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have uh the they've pointed out that the dreamatorium is non negotiable. It's in the lease, which you should have read, especially the part we added later with crayon.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, they don't want to take her to court because this can be a court just like that.
1: So this is when Annie actually like advocates for herself. Not a thing that she does very often, but she is like, I spend so much time trying to fit in with you all and trying to be cool and trying to, to, you know, just be, be friends. Right. And why do you never ask yourself if you can hang out with me? Why do you, why do I always have to meet you and not the other way around? And she runs out and they're like, Hey, just cause we're awesome. Doesn't mean we're not adults.
0: But uh, Troy does slam the door, yell that and slam the door. But then he, he, when they're kind of Troy and Abed are kind of standing together. They're like, we, we screwed up. Um, uh, Abed offers him a candy cigarette and it's like I don't want that I want my Annie our Annie, back um, and then he decides he grabs one and he says he picked the wrong week to quit which I am taking as an airplane reference
1: I mean and I think it is it is sort of an airplane reference but it's also just kind of a cliche and it is moments like this that make me really appreciate uh, the the writing of Troy and Abed because they have internalized all these cliches to the point right. where it's like it is because like the, and it's it's a recurring thing, especially with Troy, because Troy kind of spends a lot of time trying to figure out what it means to be adult while still being very pulled toward, you know, that always wanting to be a kid and, and, you know, playing Having the dreamatorium, fun, yeah. playing Spectre space time, uh, you know, do, do fun, cool things. And so, the, you do get these moments where it is Troy not doing adult things, but doing what he thinks adults do. Right. The, the idea of like giving into a cigarette and then being like, oh, I picked the wrong week to quit. Like that is just so cliched at this point that he is like, well, OK, what do adults do? Well, they give into their their cigarette vice and they say, oh, I picked the wrong week to quit because it's fair a lot of times i feel you know their their sort of uh antics like that are definitely like their own sort of parody of it like they know they're just kind of having fun but in moments like this where like troy is actually very seriously upset like he hurt annie's feelings he maybe damaged this friendship and he is still just like oh, i picked the wrong week to quit these candy cigarettes like I do feel like that shows just how much he's kind of internalized that like right. This is what adults do, so like this is what I do now. Um, like I don't I don't think he's even remotely insincere in this moment where he's just like, "I picked the wrong week to quit."
0: Sure. I'm just thinking that the writers wrote it in as an airplane reference because and and honestly, I, I love airplanes, so I'm going to just think about airplane. It's a very good movie. I recommend it. I I to I, I picked the wrong week to stop sniffing glue. Um we go back to the old apartment and the landlord has gotten Pierce a glass of water to help him as he comes out of his hallucination which uh Ben has des- decided uh, was too quick. Just too quick. It's a plot 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 sped it up. Uh Annie walks into the apartment and being like, "What the hell happened?" Which fair.
1: Yeah. Um d- pierce's explanation is sorry i had some island girls over and things got a little crazy um well they
0: he even suggests that one of them slipped her him a roofie uh-huh or something um um her landlord says it's a land it, it, it's it, it's a it's a it's 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 a gold mine in safety deposit terms it's fortunate it's only gonna cost you money this guy nearly killed himself accidentally.
1: This is when Annie says uh, that you can repay me by helping me move out and or back to the place because I swear she says move back, but maybe I'm wrong about that. You can pay me back by helping me get all my stuff from Troy and Abed's. There will probably be 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 a sound clip right here um, totally dunking on one of us. You can pay me back by helping me get all my stuff from Troy and Abed's. It will be the the, uh, dunk prover. Is it too late to call this podcast the Dunk Prover?
0: Yes. Good,
1: because I hate it.
0: Um, yeah, me too. Uh, <laughs> Pierce is confused. You're moving again? How long have I been out? Is Napster still a thing?
1: Uh, it's funny because Napster kind of wasn't a thing in 2011. So,
0: But yet it, it's funny now because it kind of is again?
1: Right. It's come back around to be a legitimate music <laughs> streaming service.
0: It's it's incredible how this has worked.
1: I do like how when it came back out, there are all these articles like Napster is back. And then the moment you click, it's like as a totally different, unrelated thing. It's like, oh, okay.
0: You used to know it as Rhapsody.
1: (laughs) Hey, guess what? Google Reader is back. As a calculator app. Okay, cool. What this is whatever. I'll still
0: download it. Dang it. I gotta I gotta have my Google Reader regardless of what it does.
1: I'm just not sure why the first thing that came to my mind, like I had nothing better than calculator app, at least, at least <laughs> new Napster is still music.
0: Yeah, there it's a streaming service now. Yes. um, it, It's not a completely different thing. Also, uh, it's a calculator app called Google Reader. <laughs> right. It's not like that's, a, that's a, what I'm saying. A different kind I did... of news app. It's not like a news aggregator that you know only gives you the best news of google you know it's it's a calculator that's what I'm
1: saying. I am my own dunk prover on me. i proved <laughs> that
0: well i it took <laughs> me a while to get on the dunking train and now I'm on the dunking train uh-huh. and I want to finish the dunking train.
1: Hey guy, guess what Google Reader is back uh it is a it, it's it a blog a it's a blog it's it's a guy who is a podcast. Of a guy who looks stuff up on Google and then reads it, he is the Google Reader.
0: That would be rad. I kind of want to (laughs) do (laughs) that. It sounds it's there's far less pre work you have to do to be uh, on Google Reader. Mm -hmm. Um, Just if you do
1: decide to do that uh, podcast, uh, just make sure you don't get sued by the very popular calculator app, also called Google Reader. (laughs)
0: you know uh the the app made by apple
1: annie goes back to apartment 303 uh to go get some of her stuff and uh she walks in and she's like hey where's my stuff and she goes into uh troy and abed's room but it turns out this is actually her room now they've moved all of her stuff in they've hung stuff up everybody they've put the throw pillows uh, in the wrong order I mean, I can rearrange the throw pillows. You have them arranged by size instead of color. Because, you know, Uh, there's a very specific order to it.
0: Troy and Abed apologize. And, like, we often get stuck in our world, And then in those worlds, we add littler worlds and then tunnels and sometimes a snake. Um, And then Annie loves it. um, But she's like, what about the Dreamatorium? And Abed's like, the Dreamatorium is more important than any of us. It's staying. We'll live in the blanket fort.
1: At that point, uh, this is when Jeff comes in and he he brought a bunch of beer and he's like, they're like, hey, weren't you, uh, weren't you really sick? And he's like, I wasn't. And he comes clean about how he lied. Uh, Everybody
0: seems to be cool with it. And is like, hey, Jeff, did you know when it snows, my eyes become large? And then they all start singing it.
1: Did you know that when it snows, my eyes become large, and the light that you shine can't be seen, Tweet. baby.
0: Between I it baby. Out. and
1: then, as they as they sing, the the camera pans up to the night sky, and uh, the dean's face is in the moon, uh, singing winks. the song, and, and winks. winks and it is the With perfect ending sound. to this episode it's because so like good it's it's so it's it, it's the perfect callback to the karaoke thing because just like <sighs> dean pelton just in in the moon winking is just it's so good it's such a good shot um, it's so so wonderful it. um we cut to the tag where Troy, Abed, and Annie are all putting on another shadow play for Britta and Jeff. That are and they're just sitting there drinking some beer, watching this
0: thing. It's like a little bit of a mixture of Little Red Riding Hood and Inspector Space Time, because there's Blorgons, but there's still Princess Annie. Uh and 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 horsebot uh, 3000. Like, mm-hmm. Horsebot 3000 does die and Brit is like, well, maybe we should put a we, we we give him about five more minutes and then we'll put a stop to it and Jeff is actively crying about horse horsebot 3000's death. I like I Horsebot mean, 3000.
1: Who wouldn't? I, horsebot 3000 is clearly the best character. Um
0: Clearly, yeah. He's um, in the stars now.
1: He's he is. He's he's in the stars. Uh and that is the end of the episode and that means that it is time for
0: Great! Oh, hey, I liked that. I figured I'd give it some Horsebot three thousand uh, memorial uh, whinnying in there. It's mm-hmm. it's very
1: appropriate. Horsebot three thousand would have loved it.
0: Sorry, I'm active There was a moment where I was actually making like I could feel the tears starting to come for uh-huh. Horsebot three thousand, and I was like, I'm I'm acting too hard. This is a good one. I mean it's it's a little bit more conventional than a lot of the other ones uh we tend to like um the kind of big big swings like paintball and you know the chaos remedial chaos theory. Um but this tells a a very a very character-based story along with some funny things of you know everything everybody gets something funny to do, I think in this one, which is not often the case. Cause a lot of times Shirley gets lost and Shirley as a, as a big part in this one, or at least one of the subplots. Um, but I, th- I think it's, it, everybody gets to do something interesting. Um, I, I like this episode. It's not, you know, the best episode. It's certainly not swinging forward. This is the best episode of any television show on lo- all, you know, or, or even community, but it, it's, it's looking to hit a double. It hits a double. It does exactly what it's trying to do. Um, and it does a really good job doing it. It's it, I will always love kiss from a rose because of this episode uh-huh. of television. Um, and you know, the do du- the, uh, duet that you and I did will live in history forever. Um, in my, in my heart and hopefully in yours as well. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's very funny. You get a lot of interesting things, um, you get to see people outside of the school setting on a weekend, which is nice and something that we don't often get to see, at least so far. Um, and, you know, I, I I really like it. I'm probably going to give it. I, I think it's, you know, there there's clear A pluses, like, you know, some of the paintball stuff mm-hmm. that I don't think this, because it's not, it, it, it those are unequivocal successes because they're swinging for something and they nail it. This is great. Oh this is if this was like an episode of a conventional sitcom, if this was an episode of friends, it would be the best episode of friends. So I'd probably give it uh, an A minus maybe like I feel like uh, maybe an A. I'll go you know what? I've up, I I've, I've convinced myself by saying just the 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 phrase A that I'm going to give this an A.
1: Okay. Uh unequivocally I have to give it an F because they just made up the name of a town in Colorado that doesn't ex- no! no! Just kidding.
0: The the Colorado comes back
1: um, Chekhov's, Colorado. It'll get you. Um, no, I think this episode is very good. Um, it is like I said earlier, I mean it's if you're if you're composing a list of top five, maybe even top 10 episodes of community, I don't know that it hits it because uh you know, you're right it is not it is not one of the ones that is really. You know, going for something huge and different stylistically. Um, you know, it is not one of the the classic community episodes, but it's a solid episode. And I think one of one of the the, the few weird, I mean, I'm not even going to call it really a complaint. Um, it's just kind of an oddity of of a show like this. One of the weird things about a show that does what community does is it is really easy to forget real meaningful episodes about the characters themselves. Because sure. you can have episodes that, you know, they do move the plot along. I mean, I've already called it out specifically before, but, you know, A Fistful of Paintballs does move the, the Pierce arc along while still being a total pastiche of sure. spaghetti westerns. But comparatively you know this this is all about the relationships uh in in the group I mean you know you've got sort of Pierce's place in the group um you've got the the Britta and Shirley sort of arguing with each other and then becoming closer friends because they didn't get killed by a hitchhiker right um
0: but a hitchhiker that claims he's Jesus
1: and loves drinking human blood. Um mm-hmm. obviously you get uh you get a lot of the um Annie and Troy and Abed dynamic um which you know becomes more of a thing now that they're all living together. Right. You do also get the the Jeff and Dean Pelton bit which is great because like, you know, it's kind of that ongoing joke of like uh Craig's obsession with Jeff And it's fun to actually like see them together. Obviously the kiss from a rose thing is one of my favorite scenes of all time. Um, but yeah, this is, this is all about, oh, and of course at the end, Jeff fesses up to lying, which is not a thing he usually does. Like that's true. Yeah. Um, he does it kind of of his own accord. I mean, he doesn't know that the group knows he lied yet. He just goes there and is like, Hey guys, sorry. I lied. Like there is no external pressure. So, yeah, this episode is all about those relationships. And I think these episodes are very important to the fabric of community, because if every episode was high concept, you know, uh, remedial chaos theory, fistful of paintballs, you lose a lot of the foundation on what props all that up. These episodes are incredibly important. And so I I like when they have them, but I also really like when they have them and they're really good episodes. Because sometimes it's like, oh right, we need we need to actually have like, you know, a, a character heavy episode. Uh, okay, well we did it, and it's like, eh, it was fine. It was it was, a, right. okay, it was an okay episode. This is a good episode, and I come away feeling really good about all the characters in this episode, um, which is honestly kind of a rarity in community because they they're all codependent and all kind of suck um you know i mean you've got episodes like the todd episode where at the end you're like i kind of hate all these people right exactly. it's nice to come away from an episode and you're like i legitimately like all of these characters they're they're good and people that includes pierce and that includes pierce like he screwed up he painted the freaking floor but like he was he was trying to help like right I I like all the characters at the end of this episode.
0: I mean, technically the one character we probably shouldn't like is the one who blackmailed Jeff.
1: Yeah. But, uh, the Dean is perfect and can do no wrong because he's been sent from the (laughs) heavens, uh, for (laughs) sure. Absolutely. uh, To, to grace this garbage world with his presence. Um, which we do not deserve the podcast, but yeah, it's a, it's a good episode. I'm going to give it an a, yeah, I I don't really have anything else to say about it. Um, Other than that, when it snows, my eyes do become large and the light that you shine can be seen. But we Mm want to know what you think about this episode, about Guinness World Records, about made up towns in Colorado um, or real towns in Colorado um but have only, you we have only you care ever about been, towns
0: within colorado that's it we don't have, want any other states or, or countries
1: have you ever been to fort collins colorado a town that is definitely not a small military outpost and an underground biohazard lab let us know
0: <laughs> have you seen the childhood home of ben the one half of good morning greendale uh which which clearly will have a plaque on it someday
1: uh we want to know all these things and more um i assume we talked about other things i mostly remember going on a 25 minute rant to you about making up town names um and how <laughs> it's preferred it how it's preferred to uh screwing up real places
0: i really didn't have a lot i i didn't expect you to have a ton about uh talking our our segment of talking colorado Uh, and then you didn't, and then you just, like, outpoured, and it was wonderful.
1: Uh, I mean, it's not the first time you've asked me if it's a real place in Colorado, and so, you know, I'm just like, let's just, let's just assume they're all fake. I
0: did not, I don't believe I asked, I said I looked it up, and then you, you wanted to discuss it, uh, further. But, again, the listener can decide and tell us what they think about it.
1: Uh no, you definitely asked uh, about the what turned out to be a ghost town. Uh, that Jeff's dad that, is supposedly yes. from. I'm not
0: gonna argue about the the ghost town that Jeff is from. <laughs> I'm more discussing about the, <laughs> about Riverside Falls, where Jesus is going to.
1: Classic, uh, classic move by Jesus. Um, classic. You Jesus. can tweet at us at Good Greendale. Um you can find us on the interwebs at goodmorninggreendale.com. As uh as we talked about at the end of last episode, um rather than uh plugging any any anything for personal gain, um uh I'm still gonna make the the same offer I did last week if you mm-hmm. uh donate any amount of money to um hope for Haiti. Uh, women for Women International or Women for Afghan Women. Uh, if you want to, if you take a screenshot of the uh, uh, donation receipt, um, if you mail that to contact at GoodMorningGreendale dot com, uh, we'll make sure to get you some some good uh, Patreon bonus stuff. Um, so that's a great way to. If you want to check out what all the Patreon stuff is without uh, uh, doing a, a monthly thing that's a great way cuz you're you're mm-hmm. helping out people in need um and we will we'll we'll get you into the club uh so yeah, and
0: we want to we want to thank you if you do take us up on that offer um it's really important to help those those that are in need and there are a lot in need right now um we we want i we also want to thank you for coming to the end of these episodes um i this one was a fun one and we kind of you know we we're having a good time and we hope we put a smile on your face uh even though sometimes things kind of suck so you know we want we want to give you that smile so you can go out into the world and and give that smile to other people so thank you for thank you for everything that thank you for listening to us and for everything you do for for us and the rest of the world
1: and uh until next time uh when we're back with another community episode and maybe a hashtag hashtag dean religion um Mm -hmm. very very important
0: to remember the hashtag pasta rationism no that doesn't Mm. work okay never mind I was trying to think yeah we gotta keep workshopping it maybe we'll get a good one in a hashtag
1: we'll work on it until then I'm Ben
0: and I'm Mike I I wish wish you you luck